With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is a podcast. Call 25 Whistles, talking basketball, and they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. Today's maybe the greatest day. Oh, maybe. It's amazing. Super Bowl Sunday, and then the first day of the NCAA tournament, like at 1030. Bones, I couldn't sleep last night thinking about the bracket. I didn't like, go that far. I need to change it. That's not going to work. Like I got to change that today. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go that. I can't sleep because of other reasons, but not the bracket. <laughs> okay. So I got personal issues. Yeah, yeah, serious issues. <laughs> we'll got talk it. to Coach Seth Greenberg in a little bit, which is pretty cool. And let me blow the whistle here. All right, let's start the show. Twenty five whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in the action. We got five topics that we'll get to in a second. All of sports, but as we do every single time, let's go to the tittle tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with Kickoff. Daddy, I was talking to Kevin earlier. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, how's it going today?" And I was like, Did you "Party hard last night?" Because he never showed up to our. Calcutta. He did not. Right. right. And I saw on his Instagram that like he had some drinks in front of him. So he's like, no, I didn't party that hard. I'm like, well, why is your voice all shot? Uh, I don't know, man. I said, you, maybe you have sleepy voice. No. Okay. So, Eddie, I, I introduce you to Kevin. Hey, Eddie, how's it going? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Somebody was partying last night. All right. No, Go ahead, Kevin. We are good. All right, Bobby. Known as a popular upset in round one. Do you see any 12 seeds beating any five this weekend? Roll through all four of them, and let's see what I have to say. Then let's see what Coleman thinks. That'll be the right answer. Go ahead. All right. Miami, <laughs> five seed, playing Drake. Okay, maybe. I Again, I don't really buy the Miami at a five hype, but I think all fives are going to win. I would bet on all fives to win because three of the four of them would win. Wow. Like, if I were going to bet, I would bet all four fives were going to win. Mm. Um, and I'll roll. Hey, I got a little tip for you guys later. Okay. A little tip from, I can't say who. But a little secret tip. Okay. That I want to share with you guys later. Uh, but I'm going to go. Uh, I got Miami to win that one. Go ahead. Okay. Five seed St. Mary's versus VCU. St. Mary's should win that game. Go ahead. Five Duke versus Oral Roberts. Man, I would love Oral Roberts to win. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm going to Oral Roberts in that one. Now go ahead. Go ahead. Five seed San Diego State versus College of Charleston. <sighs> yeah, I like San Diego State as well. So. The I, only one? Yeah. Yeah. I go one out of four. Coleman, what do you think about that? I've got two and two. 
I think the twelve fives go two and two. I think more commonly that's what happens than three and one. Um, but I've got VCU pulling off the upset over St. Mary's and Drake over Miami. Why do you think that pairing, the twelve five, is the one that's the most famous for the twelve beating the five? Because it's typically the best mid-major teams that were in the one-bid leagues, and I oftentimes think those teams are underrated. And then what do you think about the fives, though, in general? Are they teams that just kind of squeaked in or fell at the end of the year and kind of fell from a three or four for the most part? Yeah, I mean, that depends. You know, Miami, I don't think, is a true five, especially with the loss of O'Meara. Uh, perhaps him healthy, they they would have been a true five. Duke, though, is a team the opposite. They're turning in the right direction. San Diego State's been turning in the right direction. So I think it depends year on year. I mean, St. Mary's just had a blowout against Gonzaga. Uh, but I think it's more so the power of the 12s, them being underrated, than it is the fives being overrated. I always feel bad. For the 16s, or even we could go 11s. I mean, you could put Pitt and Mississippi State. I don't feel bad for them, but you win your conference tournament, and then you got to play to get in. I think that if we're going to do play-in games, it should be teams that are playing their way into the tournament, not teams that have qualified for the tournament. Because I don't feel yeah, like those yeah. play-in games are actual tournament games. Like that's not the real NCAA tournament. Correct. Agreed. That's like Call the junior, it whatever you want. That's a junior varsity tournament. That's yeah. it. That's the NCIT. <laughs> it's like the the, the I, so if you want to put Mississippi State and Pitt against it all day long, you should have four games like that where they're fighting to get in because they didn't automatically get in by qualifying for the tournament. That's bull crap. We need to change that. Although I'd love for it to go to like everybody gets in. That would be awesome. It's just a free-for-all. <laughs> Everybody's in the tournament. Uh, I, I, I love, and again, we've only seen it once where a 16 beats a 1. I just love when little guys get a shot. Because if you give enough little guys a shot, eventually you're going to see a little guy beat a big guy. If that's a 16-1, if that's a 2-15, we've seen that. And you'd have a 32 versus a 1. Basically, the rec league of the Y plan, a number one seed. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's what I want to see right there. All right, go ahead, Kevin. What chances do you give Houston if Marcus Sasser misses more than one game? I saw them play Memphis. And listen, I think Memphis is very athletic, very strong. But Sasser's the dude. So what do you mean chance? To do what? Win it all? None? If he's hurt the whole tournament, I mean, I think if they don't have him or if he's, I mean, elite eight, maybe a ceiling. What do you think, Coleman? Yeah, I'm really worried. I have Houston as my national champ, and that is fully assuming that Marcus ha- Marcus Sasser is as close to full health as possible. If he's out, I have my homer pick of taking Colgate over Texas, but if I'm being a little bit more realistic about it, yeah, that's a tough Elite Eight matchup if they have to see Texas and they don't have Marcus Sasser. I mean, clearly they're susceptible to an 8-9 matchup. They just lost to a team that was an 8 seed without Sasser. Yeah, I have ceiling without Sasser or with a limited Sasser at about Elite Eight as well because of who they have to play. I mean, Texas is real. They're, I, I'll say real good. Texas is just real. They can score. They can play defense. So that's a tough matchup for them. And if it does happen, I believe that game – the Houston and Texas game, that is actually a game in Texas as well. Isn't that oh, all wow. Texas all the time? Texas, Texas, Houston, Texas, playing in Texas? Yes. Texas. I think what, what, what are, I think it's Kansas City. Oh, oh bull. That's bull crap. Not go to Houston. Won the Big 12 oh, to, tournament in Kansas City. Right? Because the Final Four is in Houston? Mm-hmm. So yes. it's to go to Houston, uh, go to Texas. Hey, I looked at the wrong thing over the bracket. <laughs> I thought it was going to be all Texas all the time. So much Texas. Okay. Uh, Kansas City sucks, by the way. Well, the town or <laughs> the what are you airport about? sucks. I think they have oh. a new airport. Kansas City, that's the worst airport I've ever seen in my life. 
And if they have a new airport, I automatically think it's amazing and I love it. But it, you guys ever flown through Kansas City, Coleman? I don't think I have, no. Mm-mm. You ever been to like a repair shop? <laughs> like a car repair? In Kansas City? That's, a, that's their airport. That's what, it's, that's what it looks <laughs> that's like. What it's like. <laughs> An auto shop? Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. So hopefully they've got that thing updated or a new one now with a bunch of people coming in for the basketball games. We tried to, we're going to Iowa today. We couldn't get a car, like a rental car. Everything is sold out in Des Moines, Iowa. Wow. Because, you know, they have the regional that's there. Mm-hmm. However, Kansas City a little bigger, but also more of America will be going to watch that game. It'll be deeper in. What are we talking about? Eight, 16, eight, sweet 16s in Kansas City, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yes. how are we get into the game t- today? What do you mean? Like we don't have a rental car. Okay, look, do this. Hold your hand up. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Hold your hand up. Yeah, I got it. Take these four fingers here, the four finger parts, and, yeah. do it, and put them down. Uh-huh. Now turn your hand. Uh-huh. That's called a thumb. We're hitching. <laughs> no, we're not hitchhiking. We're, we're hitching once we get there. <laughs> we'll never make it. I thought that was in Texas. Dang, it's in Kansas City. That's probably good for Houston, honestly. Because you know Longhorn fans would yeah. probably, even if it were in Houston, would probably you know rule the crowd in that game. Are and there then, a lot of Houston fans? Th- I mean, I don't know a lot of I know people. One, my, my wife graduated from the University there. of Houston. Yeah, I know. And she's like, I really didn't have a lot of people in school. There's still a Jim mid-range. Nance. True, G- Jim Nance. That's oh, right. Yeah. Well, I guess if you put him on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but they're a mid-major until next year, right? I mean, they're a mid-major this yeah. year. So you're talking about a mid-major versus arguably one of the top five biggest, most prominent schools in America. Mm-hmm. So, all right, next question. Which head coach do you think is under the most pressure in the tournament? I think... Coaches that probably are expected to win this year are people like if Purdue flames out, I think that's trouble because they got a one. They got the player of the year. I think there's so much parity, though, even with the ones and twos, more than I've ever seen, where I would say Purdue, I would also go over to Texas, though, and if they can get to the Elite Eight Final Four, I think you're looking at a coach who's now the head coach next season. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you say pressure, pressure can be good, too, not just bad. So I would say the programs with the coaches, I would say Purdue and Texas. I mean, Duke is interesting. I think that's also some good pressure if he can win a few games, just because, I mean, what's Coach K going to do? I mean, he's had a pretty good overall season, though. Uh, toward the end of the year, the yeah. second half of the year. I mean, I think they've only lost like five games, six games maybe. Eight. But they've only lost – yeah, they've lost more than that. Oh, have they? It's but they've total. only lost oh, one total. Okay. in the last what, 15, 16 games, something like that. They've yeah. won nine in a row. Yeah. That was just impressive. Coleman, what do you think about that pressure-wise? I think it's two coaches in that bottom left regional. Number one, Matt Painter, hasn't been to a Final Four, has a team that's a one seed. Can he get over that hump and into the final weekend? He's had some really good teams not be able to do it. And then Kentucky, Coach Calipari. I mean, Big Blue Nation is crazy every single year in their expectations. But not that he's necessarily on the hot seat. Um, They seem very upset with recent performance, rightfully so. Haven't won a tournament game in quite some time. I think he's under a little bit of pressure, too. I would have said he was on the hot seat had they not won some games at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. Kentucky was playing not Kentucky standard. For almost a whole year. I mean, Arkansas went over and beat them. They came back here into Arkansas and, and beat us. But that being said, that's when they were rolling. And they were looking athletic. And I was reading the Kentucky message boards because that is they're, they're hilarious. And they were like, <laughs> yeah. get rid of Cal. They were like, we hate him. Get rid of him. <laughs> that's crazy. Cal's terrible. And they go, you know, we haven't won a tournament game. And, da, da, da. and you know what? For Kentucky, they haven't performed in the postseason. Yeah. 
Now, when you start counting the years in which they haven't performed, there's the COVID stuff too. And they sure. glo- they're like, we haven't done well in four. Well, yeah, but you know, that was very heavily affected by COVID. One of those years didn't even play at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's a great point about Cal. I didn't think about him. But if they lose quickly, if Kentucky loses round one or mm. two, that's trouble. And I would say there's a 25 to 30% chance they move on, meaning Cal probably doesn't want to deal with it anymore. Right. And neither does the fan base. Oh, if they lose early, they lose round one or two. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's just going to be carnage. I'll go over to BBN message board and just watch. It's like watching a car wreck, man. Right. It's crazy. What about Coach Izzo? Is he under any pressure, you think? Is he under pressure ever, though? I mean, he looks like he's red as a tomato all the time. That's true. I, <laughs> I guess I never... Sure. Sure. Right? I just feel like he's one of the last of the, you know, the older coaches. I don't know how much time he has left being a coach. I feel like... And their, their season was... Not great. They snuck into the tournament. I like Michigan State, though. Yeah, I mean, every time I watch them, they just seem like, eh, they're all right. What do you think, Coleman? Pressure on Izzo? Uh, I don't think there's pressure on him, but I agree with you, Eddie. Every time I watch them, I think, ah, they're just all right. However, the order of the months goes January, February, Izzo. Izzo has so much success in the month of March. I think it was 2019 that he made the Final Four as a seven seed. Look what they're at this year. Getting to play Marquette, I don't hate that matchup for him at all. Maybe they could make a run, but I don't think he's under pressure, uh, although they haven't been as good as Michigan State of old. But they're another team that COVID, that COVID year, I love that Michigan team and their chance to make a deep run affected by that. A lot of schools have ripped off the January, February. Is a- their co- it's so lame. <laughs> you can't. I'm not sure Michigan State started it. But I know they're the ones that I know that for. I like. But now it. I see other schools steal it, and I'm like, you guys are so freaking lame. <laughs> <laughs> you did not come up with that. What Stop that. January, February, also, Musselman? I would. That doesn't happen. Oh no, no, okay. <laughs> that does not happen. But also, don't you want to be April? And you I get do. March, you do yeah, want to be. That's April. where the championships really are, right? I mean, does March just mean you kind of you almost win it? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. get to the Final Four, but. Then don't win it. What do you got there, Kevin? Going to the NBA after losing their fourth straight game on Tuesday night. Nuggets head coach Mike Malone said his team is in cruise control. Do you think they're just bored with the regular season? I watched them play. Was it the Rockets? Did they play the Rockets last night or the night before? All my nights are mixed up because I'm watching college basketball playing games and I'm watching mm, NBA yeah. games on Sunday ticket. Um, and I watched them lose that game. <laughs> Sunday ticket. Or, or <laughs> league, league pass. pass. <laughs> Same thing. It's just the app I go yeah, to to yeah. watch all the games. Like, interesting. Just Sundays. <laughs> you know... I don't think they're a threat to lose the one because you have Memphis, which who knows what's happening there. And if John Morant's going to come back at all, what was the game? Raptors? Mm, they're red. Red? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Similar maybe logos. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't think they're a threat to losing the one because, again, what are the Grizzlies going to do? Is John Morant even coming back? And I think there are lulls with every team all the time. And I think they're probably just going through that right now. I also started watching the Doc Rivers thing on Netflix, the coaches show. Oh, is that good? Well, accidentally, my wife and I, she goes, hey, you want to go to this uh, sauna deal that's near the house? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's, we have a sauna at our house. But she's like, it's a different one, different kind of infrared. I try it out. Cool, we go. And in, in the thing, they have a TV. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you don't just get bored. You can't have your phone in there because it's too hot. And it's a 45-minute sauna deal. So we get in. We're scrolling on Netflix, and it's, I forget the name of the show, but it's like coaches and mm-hmm. their philosophy on life. And the first episode's Doc Rivers, and I put it on, and I'm like, I'm not going to even want to watch this, but I need something to go while we're just in the sauna. I want to watch something I really cared about because I'm in the sauna. I may be miserable in there. <laughs> it's awesome. Really? Yeah. 
I like Doc Rivers. And, you know, at the time, he was still coaching the Clippers when they shot this. He hadn't gone over to Philadelphia yet. Mm -hmm. But he was talking about all the Boston stuff and how, you know, they were, they were down in game one to the Lakers and they were down by, like, 18 or whatever it was. And you, there are clips of him live in the game going, just give me to 12, just give me to 12. Okay, just give me to six. And then they dominate the series and that's it. That whole story. Yeah. And how he shined a spotlight on the wall where there was an empty banner in Boston. He goes, this is, we have a spot open right here. And how, just get it being a leader. It, was, it really was great. So as a coach myself, should I watch this? Just I don't know that I would classify yourself as a coach. Do you have a lot of pressure in the NCAA? Not tournament? right now. The season's over, oh, so we're you, good. NIT? No, 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 we're done, no, man. We played either. our last game like oh, five weeks ago. Dang. Um, uh, do they have anything to worry about? No, I don't think so. They're professionals. They have, although, you know, all the talk has been about the MVP and Jokic isn't playing that well in the the last few five, six, seven games as well. And I know with Embiid pretty close, he may actually lose the MVP more than they will lose that one seed in the West. But who can win it in the West? Let's just do it. Golden State? Yeah, probably. Golden State. They can now. They've got they got Steph back. They're back. Uh, okay, they can win it. Phoenix. Phoenix absolutely well, yeah. can. Even though Durant's not there right now, absolutely Phoenix can win the West. Uh, what about Memphis? No. I, I say, don't, I say yeah. no. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. So who can win in the West? Clippers? Nope. They're two all over the place. They haven't even figured out their offense yet. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm watching when I watch them. <laughs> who else you got over there? Uh, Dallas. Nope. They can't. They, it's chaotic over there. It is. It's like when your kid eats a bunch of, like, too much cereal. And you're like, you're just a little too fast right now. Like, you're just moving around. <laughs> too fast. Bunch of sugar. That's almost what Dallas feels like. And I don't feel like they can get it all together before it's playoff time. At least not enough to make a, a substantial run. They can win a series. And who else? Kings? Yeah, okay. The Kings are the three right now. Unless they moved up to two. two. Well, they're tied, sorry. Okay. Them and Memphis are tied. So, oh. Sacramento? Delightfully good. I saw De'Aaron Fox hit the game winner with like 0.7. Did you, did you see that shot? He comes down, I don't know, five feet behind three-point line. You're like, surely he's going to pass. There's one second. Shoot, shoot, bam, game over. Uh-huh. He walks off like, that's what we do. <laughs> like, you're seeing Sacramento mature. I never thought I would see a good Kings team. But no, I think they're still too young. Right. So I, my answer is no. I think that you're talking about Denver still probably for sure get, keeping the number one. And at least get into the finals, probably Phoenix beating them if Golden State doesn't. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Next question. Going to the NFL, do you believe Aaron Rodgers when he said he was 90% sure he was going to retire and then he came out of his black hole and found out the Packers were going to shop him around and he said, okay, I'm coming back. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers for anything. Is someone Ken Coleman out of his hotel room again? Oh, boy. This is, is about gone? the time of the day where Coleman runs to the door because someone's like, housekeeping? That's <laughs> the same time every single episode. Housekeeping? Every single time. And it's always multiple housekeeping people that come by. I- there's got to be some system. But Coleman, are you telling him you want to tell the housekeeping people? You got to tell him you want a late checkout. Late checkout. I tell them. I tell them. And housekeeping people still come by. But they're like, um, son, but what do your parents say? Because Coleman <laughs> looks like he's 12. Uh, yeah, they're true. like, you want a late one. But what does mommy and daddy say? <laughs> yeah. So they just think you're a kid. Um, I you're don't 12. believe Aaron Rodgers for any, anything whatsoever. I love what he does. As far as just toys with folks. He oh, messes with people. Hilarious. I was really annoyed with that too, but he just does it so much that you kind of have to respect it again. Yes. Like, it, here are the phases of Aaron Rodgers. Man, he's a good quarterback. Wait, he's kind of weird, huh? Oh, man. He just says a bunch of crap. He does not care. Oh, I like that. You know what? Aaron Rodgers is kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm just not an Aaron Rodgers guy. The guy's too full of himself. Oh, he's still going. Oh, that's okay. Okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I love Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's all the phases of Aaron Rodgers right there. That's like that monkey to man. Yeah, the evolution. The, yes, that's evolution <laughs> of how we all feel about Aaron Rodgers. I do not believe him when he says he went into a dark hole and that's what made him come back and play for the Jets. Which, by the way, he hasn't signed anything yet. What about that Schefter tweet? Did you see that Schefter tweet the of the, screen, the screenshot? Yes. What, what do you think like about lose that? Lose my number? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, that whole thing with McAfee, it was great. It was just funny. Uh, I don't believe him. I think he knew the whole time. I, I do. I agree. And I think it's going to be fun to watch. And I think possibly the best quarterback the Jets have ever had. Uh, yeah. Ever. I mean, what are you going to say? Name it? Joe Namath. 69? Joe Namath. Broadway Joe. But what was crazy about him was he wasn't really expected. They were the underdog in that game when he guaranteed a victory. That's why it was so crazy that oh, he really? did that. Yeah. And so I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback the Jets have ever had. And now he's got all his old buddies. One of my friends texted me and was like, looks like. Aaron Rodgers is doing the old bones move. And I was like, what does that mean? Messing with people? He goes, no, hiring all his friends, even though it could be detrimental to the team. And I was like, wait, wait, that's wait, rude. Wait, detrimental? That's well, rude. That's what I said. That crap. Well, wait. Yes, exactly. He offended me now. Yeah, all of you. <laughs> all right, what else you got? Last one here, excluding the Aaron Rodgers talk. Which move so far has been your favorite in the NFL, whether it's a trade or signing with the new season just beginning? I like Derek Carr going down to the Saints. You like how he did that, too. I think that's hilarious. He says, no, Raiders, I will not allow you to trade me to the Saints. Well, I guess we have to free you. I'm going to the Saints, and they got nothing. <laughs> Screw them. Got them. Hilarious. I love that. 
I think the Cowboys cutting Zeke, not my favorite, but hey, it, like that's a that's a monumental. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Remember for I don't know months it was about signing Zeke to a long deal. He was getting off a plane, like come back from vacation. Are they gonna be able to sign Zeke? Like how quickly things come and go. And then it was a lot of money. Yeah. Once they came up with a deal, jeez. So that was big. Um, I like Darren Waller to the Giants. I think that's another weapon for Daniel Jones, who's now getting paid at least for two years, forty million bucks a year. If he can stay healthy, another year in Dable's offense, which is cool. So I like that. Um, you know, we, we're seeing running backs don't matter that much. Like you saw Miles Sanders. I think he ended up signing with uh, Carolina. Carolina, but it took a while, and he was just chilling. You would think somebody would scoop up a back like that, but they in the NFL they feel like backs are kind of replaceable. You like the Bears move? Which one? The trade? The, the big trade, yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. They know what they need, and they knew they didn't need to stay in one because they could get what they need at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, which is interior offense and defensive line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that too. What is your favorite move? Mine is probably Jalen Ramsey going to the Dolphins. That's going to be crazy. And what was it, only a third-round pick or something? That Dolphins team is good. If they can keep Tua healthy or find a quarterback, whatever they do, that team is good. What about you, Eddie? Obviously, I like the Zeke move. I mean, I hate to see Zeke go, you know, but what he's been doing for us lately, just not – I mean, it, it reminds me – I'm not going to compare it exactly, but the train robbery of, like, Herschel Walker, who you get for those picks – who knows what we can get for once we open up that money for Zeke? I I think it's going to open up a lot of stuff for the Cowboys. Just financially? Yeah, financially, because that was a, a lot of money that that contract was about for for not and a lot of production. Pollard, didn't Pollard just look so much better than Zeke this year? Yeah, they ended up using Zeke more as a goal lineback, yeah. which like we can pretty much get that anywhere. I think and that's not true because obviously Pollard tried to run goal and they they stuffed him pretty good. Yeah, no, you definitely Pollard yeah, wasn't Pollard the was guy. Yeah, Pollard was not the guy. No, 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 right. Yes, but you don't need to pay your goal line back a ton of money. That much money. But right. he wasn't when they signed him. Mm-hmm. Teams tend to overpay near the late middle end of contracts for players, unless you're a quarterback. But yeah, did I miss anybody big? There's been so much. This has been the There's greatest. Been a lot. This has been the greatest like opening up of free agency I've ever seen. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. Because it's been that much shifting. So, all right, I'm good enough with that. Is that it? That's it. All right, close it up. The stupidest name ever is the Tittle Tattle with Kickoff Together. Everybody's day going good? <laughs> it's about to get really good. Let's go. Which part's going to get really good? It's just March Madness, dude, because, like, today is crazy. Like, we're, we're going to Iowa, which is cool. It's going to be awesome. But then after that, there's going to be games, you know, when tonight – and then tomorrow, we're going to wake up. There's going to be games all day. And like the next yeah, day, I like it's that nonstop. Part. I like that. I'd like it if I was West Coast, too, and you wake up at 9. Oh, man. And the games are starting. Oh, my God. Coleman, where are you? I'm in Orlando, Florida. That's where I decided to go. Let me say this because I didn't at the beginning. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. We're going to go with five things we got to talk about in just a second. But first, I want to mention our 25 Whistles parlay. 25 Whistles, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports. Here's the parlay. Make some smiles. Yes. Kansas minus 22.5 versus Howard. Arkansas money line versus Illinois. Kentucky money line versus Providence. Did you make a motion, a physical motion, that you wanted to say something about that parlay, Kevin? Or were you just waving it a fly? <laughs> no, I didn't do it. I thought he was fired up, ready to talk about my parlay. Oh, I already put money on it. We're good. We're rolling. You feel good about it? Oh, yeah. All three of those games today? 
I know the Kansas game isn't on the Arkansas. Wait, I know. I think one's on Friday. Ah, they got yeah, me. You got to wait on that one. Sleep. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to do them all on <laughs> games for today. Because I want to do another one tomorrow. Dang it. If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code BOBBYSPORTS when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. All right, topic one of five. March Madness starts today. Read me through the games, Kevin, that we will watch today on Thursday because... (laughs) I bought some teams. I'm going to have to get to that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And also, I bet on all the games. I bet on every game today. Every single game? Every single game I wow, bet on today. Wow, wow, wow. It's crazy. Dang. And then after we t- reach me these games, I'm going to give you guys the tip what? where you what? will make okay, okay. <laughs> more smiles and frowns. Come on. Let's go. First not, up, we got that tip, dude. Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. I didn't know where we were going. West Virginia, Maryland. Furman, Virginia. Utah State, Missouri. Howard, Kansas, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Alabama, Charleston, San Diego State, Princeton, Arizona, Illinois, Arkansas, Auburn, Iowa, Oral Roberts, Duke, Colgate, Texas, Boise State, mm. Northwestern, Northern Kentucky, Houston. He's reading it in such a weird way that <laughs> I don't know who's playing who. <laughs> I have to like go look at my bracket. But that being said, it's like a symphony playing. It's just one after the other. And, and at the same time, yes. if you don't want to watch this one, you look and you see the other game on the top of the screen on, on True TV, and you're like, that game's close. I need to find True TV. And you're like, Play True TV, and it can't find it. And it's like Motley Crue TV, and you're like, no, True TV. <laughs> and you're trying to catch the end of the game, and then finally you get on. That's what I love. Like, looking at the top of the screen, it's got all of them. Oh, this game's close. Let's flip it over there. It's amazing. I mean, it's the only time of year I watch True TV. Exactly. You can't <laughs> like, find only. it. Yes. yes. So here's what I'm going to say. And I can pull up my app and let you guys know. Do you want Kevin to read those games again? No, okay. God, no. Right. We're only halfway through. He was like, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that one school? <laughs> they, got, they got five names in one name. So here's what I did. And if you guys would like to be an intelligent better like myself, open up your DraftKings app okay. and make those bets on the first half unders. Oh, boy. Like I told you. Okay. It's day one. Everybody's a little nervous. Some of these... Mid-majors are on top of the world, and they're going to come out mm. playing 100 miles an hour, and it's going to take a minute before the game, the size, the athleticism of these ones, twos, threes, fours catches up with them. That's interesting. So, Bobby, to your point, I saw a stat that since 2011, first half unders in the first round of the NCAA tournament hit at a 58.9% clip. I'm saying 75% wow. this year. Wow. So is there a chance, though, that DraftKings— That's very profitable over a long period of time. Yeah, you're right. Is there a chance DraftKings is listening to us right now and being like, oh, my gosh, he may have something. Let's move those lines before the game start. Listening to us? No. Yes, okay. But I have bet on many over-unders. Here's what I bet today so far. I got Auburn minus one, playing Iowa. I got Arizona minus 14 and a half, playing Princeton. I've got first half under of 67, Arkansas, Illinois. I got Alabama minus 24 game-wise. I bet a lot on that one. Oh, you're moving too fast. I, I got to log in first. I go, go back listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I got first half unders on Howard, Kansas. Howard, Kansas. I got first half unders on Missouri, Utah State. I'm just saying bet first half unders. Yeah. If you bet four of them, go ahead and count yourself three wins. On me. Hey, have a little treat on me. Also in the Eliminator, which we have going today. 
So you guys jumped into my yeah, eliminator. We did. We have decided on two teams that we think will not lose, but you don't want to pick teams that are also alive later. Well, you said, quote, don't get too cute. Well, it's you don't want to lose <laughs> right? first round by picking eights and nines, mm-hmm. but if you pick ones and you want guaranteed victories, you're not going to be able to use them later, and they would be the only team left, and then you'd lose. Correct. So who are the two teams we picked, boys? No, I don't remember. Oh, my God. Are you kidding Duke. me? Duke was one. Go ahead. UConn? No. Gonzaga? See, it was Gonzaga. It was Gonzaga okay, and guys, Duke. It's Kansas and Duke today. Thank God. Oh, man. What's wrong yeah. with you guys? It's, this is money. And I mean, with you guys? <laughs> what is, you guys it? aren't scared about ORU? Who? I, I, OU? Hilarious. Beating Duke? I would. I am, but they picked them, so I, I go with them. <laughs> you are? I'm, we've already put them in. We yeah, but, but, but you said it, was, it had to be unanimous. Yeah, and but you, if you agree. Agree, I'm just in. No, no, no. That's not true. Unanimous is three of us. When when UFC McGregor goes you unanimous decision. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, I'm in. All right. And don't then back tomorrow out. our two eliminator picks are. Do you remember? No, nah, no, no chance. Gonzaga, Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, we just had the days mixed up. If then. either one of them, any of those, we're, we're done. Eliminated. Mm-hmm. We just got to stay alive the longest because once we use them, we can't use them again. And there's like over hundred thousand dollars in the pot. Oh my gosh, that's wow. life changing. So let's go. Are you rooting for Timmy? Yes, Drew Timmy, absolutely. I love Drew Timmy. Does he have the stash going into the tournament? He has to. Okay. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I watched the press conference. That's okay. why I'm. That's why I asked the question. I saw him recently talking at a press conference. Yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for Drew Timmy. I just am not rooting for Gonzaga. So I hope he has a good career. <laughs> but I hope they get beat early. I can't take it. You can't take what? Gonzaga. Oh. They don't play anybody all year. They really it's, don't. But it feels like a bunch of rich kids. And who cares? Lose. You don't play anybody all year. You talk about how good you are. Then you get run. Although they did lose the game at home this year for the first time in like, I don't know, 163 years. I think Ben Franklin's boys were the last team they lost to. Because they don't play anybody. <laughs> they really don't. It's crazy. Uh, rooting for Timmy. I go, yes, but not Gonzaga. That's tough because well, he plays for Gonzaga. I know. It's, I'm really, really torn. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say rooting for him for the first game at least. Yeah, of course. We got him in the yeah. eliminator. Yeah, exactly. Coleman, what do you think about Timmy? <laughs> yeah, I'll be rooting for him. If they were a one seed, I would not. But as a three seed, they feel like a little bit more of an underdog this year where I want to see them have some success. And with UCLA being susceptible to injuries, maybe they will. Next question up. And I have five topics. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Do you like him more in New York, Eddie? No. No, Aaron Rodgers is annoying. I mean, yes, it's funny. I like what he does, messes with people, but no. When you were doing the evolution of Aaron Rodgers, I think you missed a big one. I hate Aaron Rodgers because – I hated Aaron Rodgers for so long that, no, it doesn't matter who he plays for. You don't care at all? Nah. No. You don't think it'd be so cool to see Aaron Rodgers take a disaster of a team? I don't think he will. That's where I stand. I don't Do like Aaron Rodgers anymore. No, I mean, dude, it's it's one that you're getting older, and like, and, and he complains so much about. It's always never his fault, right? It's never his fault when the team doesn't do well. So in this case, you want to go to the Jets, you want to bring all your friends with you who are all 80 years old. Good luck. But you don't like that about him, though, that he's still like looking out for his boys. Like, I think that's pretty cool. What are they trying to do? Just like live high school forever? He has people that he's comfortable <laughs> with, and he wants them there. People say the same thing to me when I brought all my friends here. They were like, yeah, but we evolved. We got older, on. dude. But they're like, they've never done, they've never done this. Why do you want people around you that've never done this before? I said, because I want. It makes me better. They may not be the best at the specific position yet, and I'm not saying they're going to get better on the team, but they might not be the best. But if they make him feel better, perform at a level, or feel comfortable in that facility, of course you want them around. It helps you overall. Sure. I still hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, me too. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> I'm actually kind of upset about this because 
I've always Rogers gotten on my nerves recently, but I hate the Jets more than any other team in the NFL. Why? They as a suck. Patriots fan, oh. I know it's been great. I thought you would like have like not hates a word that for a team oh, that beats I, you. I, I can't. I them and the Giants both on the same wow. level. You just hate New York. I, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. So <laughs> now I gotta hate Aaron Rodgers. Before I was like, ooh, he's kind of entertaining. He's fun, and now I'm like, no, I don't like you. I'm Call with Eddie. Me. I'm fired up about it, him going to New York, because I think they killed the draft this last year, have a lot of young talent. But Aaron had a rough year last year. Maybe it was just the whole situation, the animosity with Green Bay, um, and and he'll perform better. I think he should have gone to an NFC team, though. The AFC quarterbacks, the AFC is just getting more and more stacked. It's going to be a tough route. Favre played 16 years in Green Bay. He started 253 games, won three MVPs, and one Super Bowl. He... For multiple seasons, was like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And then he turned 39 and went to the Jets. He went 9-7 and seven and missed the playoffs with the Jets. Eesh. Now, again, he won 253 games over 16 years. Rodgers has played 18 years, although the first three were Favre's backup, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So we'll, let's just say 15. Wait, so Favre went to Minnesota? Favre went eventually? to... Eventually? Yes, yeah. afterward. Okay. Rodgers played 18 years in Green Bay, but 15 starting. He started 223 games, won four MVPs, one Super Bowl. He flirted with leaving the Packers or retiring and went to the Jets. He's 39. Wow. I mean, the parallels are hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy. So funny. And people are always like, Brett Favre's a douche to his other quarterbacks. <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron, Aaron I'll never be like that. No, Aaron Rodgers is a douche. <laughs> Maybe it's something in the water up there. Maybe. Because everybody's so nice in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, Wisconsin people are awesome. They're like the best. Yeah. And then they... They're producing like douches that come from out of state. Yeah, from California. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or Mississippi. (laughs) Right. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The Nick's anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to Nick's leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, next up. 
John Morant, possibly out the whole season now, they're saying. Mike, we have some clips for this, right? You do. So what do we have? For Up first is John Morant talking, saying that's not his gun. It wasn't his gun that was in the club. Go yep. ahead. Well, the gun wasn't mine. Um, you know, it's not who I am. I don't condone and... You know, any type of violence, um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions. And the second clip is a reporter. Which one is it, Mike? Who, Mark Spears. Where he was saying that he doesn't think he's coming back the whole year. Like, he suspended, like, maybe it's like, it like seven or eight games. But he's like, I don't know if he's coming back the whole year. I think it's in his life's hands, to be honest, yeah. man. Like, I, I think there's a lot going on. You know, my, my prayers to him, man, that he, that he figures it out. There's things I'm hearing that I, I'd rather probably not say. And Memphis is a two tied for two right mm-hmm. now. Man, if he's not back, I don't even know they win a they win a game. Or a series, excuse me. Yeah. In the playoffs. I think they're a first round out. Yeah. So first and foremost, John Morant's gotta get his life straight. I don't know if he feels like he really needs to get his life straight or if he's like, Oh man, yeah, good I gotta point. do this crap. Either way, he's gotta do that crap. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if he doesn't really feel it, those really close to him are gonna know it, even close to him professionally, and they're not gonna let him back in. So if Memphis is not with John Morant, they are, they're going to lose first round to whomever the seven is. Mm-hmm. If they're the two, they'll probably be the three, as a matter of fact. They'll probably fall. Coleman, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, gosh, it, that's just a bad situation all around. You hope the best for him and that he gets it together. Yeah, they could absolutely go out in the first round without him, and even if he comes back, is this stuff going to plague his game at all? It's hard not to be thinking about it. Who knows? Maybe when he's out there on the court, um, he'll be fine. But I, I'd love to see him back out there because he's such a fun player to watch, but just hope he gets this off-the-court stuff fixed. What plagued your game, Coleman? Um, Being too one-dimensional. Never like, Just being able to shoot it. Never girls or, like, life. You just... <laughs> Looking no, I don't really think I thought I was excited to play on the court. Didn't wasn't thinking about other things. Could you play defense? Not well. No. Love the honesty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why was it because you probably could, but you knew if you put that much energy into defense, you wouldn't have the legs or the to. No. So coaches always say, or I would always hear coaches saying, defense is eighty percent about effort. Put yourself in my unathletic body and try to play defense. I just couldn't move laterally quick enough. Wasn't strong enough. To, to be a good defender. Sounds like an excuse to me. What about you, boys? Yeah, same. As a coach, I'm like, what are you talking about? Let's get to work. Exactly. Shut up. Come little. on. Shut up, kid. Come on, man. What are you, some kind of loser? Kick, kicked out of your hotel room when you should be working? <laughs> loser? That's what I would say to you. I was that kid. Uh, so, John Morant possibly out. Let's roll over to number four, the Calcutta, which we had last night where everybody got in. and Not had, everybody. And, well, they, they got in the room to bid. Okay. Saying Kevin was a no-show. Oh, that's right. Kevin didn't show up. What a freaking loser. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. You did not show up. Thanks, Eddie. You were the one that was like the most vocal and passionate about how fun it was going to be. Guys. It's once a year. We waited oh, for you for what like happened? seven minutes. Did you go drinking? I was ready. I was excited. I had no idea. It hit me yesterday afternoon. I had to go to the, the dinner. The New Faces dinner. You didn't have to. And also, you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did you have to? Because there was a ticket that was bought for me, you and there was go, this whole go, thing. And... Secondly, there are people that were doing work things, and they just did it on their phone. That's true. You don't have to be on the Zoom. You didn't care enough. Oh, I definitely cared. Even Trust Reed me. got in. Did you read? Yeah. Oh. Reed spent way more money than I know he makes. I pay him. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I was <laughs> so shocked by that, too. Reed all this money. Oh, my God. I'm like, Reed knows this is real money, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Reed, how you feel? 
I feel good. Yeah, we got Arizona coming up today. <laughs> yeah, good, how, how much do you spend on Arizona? <laughs> ready. Uh, okay, my roommate and I are splitting it. Oh. It was like 170. So you guys bid 170 in Arizona? Yeah. Is that the only team you have? Uh, Michigan State. I thought I had Michigan State. Wait, maybe oh, I don't uh-oh. have Michigan State. Wait, let me see who I have. Yeah, I have Michigan State. Well, who do I have then? I know I have one. <laughs> you have other. another state. Oh, no. <laughs> the other one was like a $30 thing, so I can't remember. You should probably check your phone. <laughs> Uh, so Reed hopped in. Coleman was trying to bid. Coleman never got a team. I didn't. Oh, I hated that. Uh, it got out of my financial comfort. Well, I got I'm Michigan State for thirty six dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was when I I hopped on late. I was having to do a Zoom just before. So yeah, I missed the, the uh, couple of the first few teams that popped up. So I got Michigan State for thirty six bucks. Eddie, who'd you get? That's a steal. I got Iowa State mm-hmm. for I think seventy dollars, which was that was my most expensive. And then I got uh, North Carolina State for thirty nine bucks. You guys are idiots for sleeping on North Carolina State. I just couldn't throw money at other other teams. <laughs> yeah, I I went in. I have six teams, and so I got Arkansas for seventy five bucks, but they only drove the price up because they knew I would bid on it. I was it. gonna say it's pissing me <laughs> off. Oh, but he kept saying, "I'm not gonna bid on this, guys." Just so you know, <laughs> everyone just started bidding. They kept going. I got Arkansas. So what happens is you win. I think if you win the first round, your team makes like forty bucks. Then you win the second round, your team makes like ninety bucks, whatever the number is. And if you won it all last year, I think it was eleven hundred. Oh my! I think it was seven hundred to get in the championship. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. It depends how much money is overall in the pot, and then it's done by percentages. I got Arkansas for seventy five bucks. Michigan State for thirty six dollars. That's a steal. I mean, my most money was a two. I have a one and a two. My most money was a two. It was Texas mm. at two fifty six. Wow. I mean, we weren't playing with a lot of Texas people, a lot of homies. I got Purdue homers. as a one for less than that. So we'll see what's up. I did get Virginia oh. for sixty four dollars, which I thought was pretty cheap considering they were a four seed. So that that's what's up. Calcutta happened. Coleman was knocking on the door. We wouldn't let him in. Yeah, I and bad. Kevin didn't even show up to the party. Guys, he was invited. When it has to do with money, I needed to make sure I was focused Stop and saw it. what was going on. I didn't want to just throw out a hundred bucks here and there. You didn't. Thirty-six bucks, Michigan State. Sixty-four bucks, Virginia. I'll give Eddie? you thirty-seven. For oh Michigan yeah, North State. Carolina State, dude, for thirty-nine dollars. I don't. I don't steal. Want Reed paid like ten thousand for a team. I didn't even know. Yeah, I got Missouri. That's it. Reed bought an NIT team. Yeah. <laughs> you got Missouri. Yes, Missouri. Yes. How'd you feel afterward when it was over? Were you like, why did I spend all that money? Yeah, pretty much so, yeah. You get in the heat of it, and everybody's bidding. Yeah, I'm excited, though, you know? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It is fun. So that's what's up on that. Good luck, everybody. I hope you win lots of money, except if you're playing my teams. <laughs> Correct. Because my teams are Arkansas, Michigan State, TCU, Virginia, Texas, and Purdue. I bought six of the 64. Uh, final, Cowboys released Zeke. We mentioned that earlier. Dallas Cowboys cut Zeke, who's only 27. He feels like he's 40. I know. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. He was set to count $16.7 bucks against the salary cap. So they're going to have that money. You know, they weren't going to tag him. He's a running back. They're so replaceable, it seems. And Zeke really, he didn't catch the ball. The only other thing he did really was block well from the backfield. And again, if you're a goal line short distance back and you block well, they got like 42 other guys there. Yeah. And the fact that he was getting paid so much. Maybe a little surprised they didn't restructure his deal. If he wanted to stay in Dallas and take lower money, but well, maybe I thought just... they were going to release him and then restructure it, you know, and then bring him back, but that didn't happen. I think the Bucks are looking into getting him. Him and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, <laughs> wow, look at that team. <laughs> look at that team, dude. I, I spent some time on social media yesterday because Dallas Cowboys had like a montage of of Zeke stuff, and 
Got a little emotional watching that, and then someone, <laughs> then someone posted it. It said Zeke's last play as yes. a Dallas Cowboy, and then it was the dumb trick play where he was the snapper. Oh, that, that wasn't his fault. He got crushed. <laughs> yeah, he got crushed. That's just rude, guys. Not his fault. All right, those are the five I wanted to get to. You ready for the underdogs, the upsets, the unbelievable action into DraftKings? Let's go, DraftKings Sportsbook, the biggest tournament in college basketball. It is here right now. New customers can bet just five dollars on college hoops and get two hundred bucks in bonus bets. Instantly. And for a limited time, all customers can score a no sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and place a no sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. It all starts today. Like, I literally can't wait. And now it's, it's 11.10 right now. Oh, yeah. We're, we're running short on time. It's time, right? It's about to start. Download the mm-hmm. DraftKings Sportsbook. We're, we're just fiends. We, we shouldn't be. We're like, oh. Hey, wrap it up, Bones. Yeah, yeah. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code Bobby Sports. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly, win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Bobby Sports. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. See show notes for full details. All right. This is a really good interview we have here. Uh, Kevin, how'd you get Coach Greenberg here? So the same PR lady from ESPN that I talked to to get Lenardi on here, I found out she does it for all their main guys, so I just reached out to her again, and she awesome. was like, yeah, let's set it up. And she was cool? She's awesome. awesome. I mean, her name's Amy. I'm not going to lie. But don't, say, don't say too much, because yeah. we don't want anybody else to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He said Jamie. Jamie yeah, yeah, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie. Here he is. By the way, two-time Coach of the Year. I didn't know that. But he's one time. Yeah. I know he's two time. <laughs> yeah. Here he is, Coach Seth Greenberg. Hey, Seth, good to see you. What's going on, man? How you doing? That's oh, that's a good shot right there in front of the desk right there. Now that's a big time. That's a lot of dome showing right there. Hey, that's a good. That's a pretty head. That's your head, Seth. We did it for that's you. A lot. Of, that's a lot of dome right there. That is. <laughs> hey, Seth. First of all, massive fan. Just love what you bring to, especially college basketball. And I saw You're you. The one I appreciate it. Well, hey, one strong though. One strong. I hear you. Uh, I, I saw you picked Alabama, and the debate on this show for a while has been, is Alabama more than a team that if they're off shooting threes, can they still win big games? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I do, because I think they can win with their defense. They're third in the country in defensive efficiency. What does that mean? I mean, that sounds like just a number, but what it means is they run you off the three-point line and they, run, they protect the front of the rim. So they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. they got size, length, athleticism. They've got good individual defenders. And their defensive philosophy is really good. Uh, so they don't have to make threes. What they got to do is get stops. So that enables them to get out and transition, push the ball. And you know, they, everyone gets so caught up in what they do offensively because of their spacing. They get layups, threes, and free throws. Um, they, they can get you in foul trouble by their aggressiveness offensively. Now, the one question is if Brandon Miller gets in foul trouble, how does that impact their team? Because he's been so good late games. But uh defensively is to me what makes them so special foul trouble is interesting especially now that these games matter like if you lose you're done is there anything to you being a coach you being extra loving to a ref and it actually would affect how they're calling a game oh i used to tell refs all the time when they were screwing me i'd get really mad they'd get ready to team me up and i'd go you know down deep you love me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, i work with a couple of guys the other guys they whack me and send me on my way but uh, you know, here's the thing in the tournament, the refs are trying to advance as well. See the first two rounds, you've got to, if you're part of a crew that screws up the first two rounds, you're not advancing to the second weekend. So, I mean, like the refs are under a microscope as well. Now, 
after the first two rounds, me personally, this is how I believe, I think that the head of officials, they know who they're advancing to the Final Four. Uh, I mean, they pretty much have a feeling for who they're advancing to the Final Four. Here's the thing that you have to worry about with officials. There's two things. One, like say uh, the Big 12 officials, all right? Big 12, they just beat the crap out of each other all season long, all right? They redefine a foul. Basically, the officials uh, officiate advantage, disadvantage, and send a letter to law. You're trying to advance in the NCAA tournament. You can't re- you can't officiate advantage disadvantage. You got it. You got to officiate it the way it's supposed to be, which I think is going to affect some of the Big Twelve teams. The other thing is, if you, like, say you've had a, a ref, you know, like I coach in the ACC, so you know you have certain guys a whole bunch. If you've had an issue with a guy, you know, officials are human. Also, I used to not think that, but now I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're, they're, and it's just human nature. Like, oh man, Greenberg, he is a pain in the ass. And does that come into play? It might. It might. I mean, it's just human nature. I mean, like, like, hey, Bobby, here's the deal. You got a whole bunch of people in a room. A third of the people love you. A third of people are sitting on a fence. And a third of people, yeah. All right. Uh, are you going to spend any time in that third group? No. Well, those officials, third officials, you have a great relationship. A third of them are like, you know, they're neutral. And it's not a third. It's one or two guys that, you know, you go, like, you just don't connect. You know, whether it's how they officiate their act. Um, <clears throat> maybe they made a call in a game that screwed you. And, you know, it's hard to let go. I remember when I was at uh, South Florida, we were playing a conference Tuesday tournament. And I won't mention the official's name. And he absolutely just absolutely screwed me in the game. <laughs> and uh, we we have Cincinnati in the first round of the AC, uh, the American Conference Tournament. Bobby Huggins, that was Kenyon Martin. That was that great team. Mm. And uh, I saw the officials list when I was in a locker room, which I should have never looked at. So first thing I look and I see the list and I go, and there was like before the first foul was called, I was like I couldn't see straight and. Uh, <laughs> Lack of maturity on my behalf. I, I got better with that. But, uh, but yeah, it's just human nature. You know, I mean, uh, not everyone's going to love you. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to hate you. It's just, it's life. I was looking at your Final Four and your championship <clears throat> game picks, and you have Alabama over Texas. And I did want to talk about Texas with you specifically because with Beard, well, gone. Now he's at Ole Miss. But, you know, Texas has a new head coach. At least, I mean, it's not, it doesn't even feel like, you know, he's he was just a fill-in guy anymore. Like it feels like that's the guy. Do you think that Beard has set this program up to win, or do you think that Texas has kind of created a new culture after Beard uh, for years to come? How do you see this team when, whenever it gets crunch time here in the tournament? That's a great question. First of all, I think that Chris did set the culture and the identity of this program. I think he did a really good job. Obviously, horrific what has happened, uh, but in terms of the culture, I, I spent two days at Texas every year the last three years. Chris is. Uh, a friend, uh, Rodney's a friend. So I used to go watch them practice for a couple of days, talk about their team and talk to their team some. Um, and, you know, first of all, we got six seniors. They've got an incredible locker room. When I say incredible, an incredible locker room. Uh, they start every practice, arms locked, walking to court saying together. It's not just empty words. They mean it. So they were positioned, even with what happened with Coach Beard, they were positioned to remain strong because that locker room and that culture and that identity and that togetherness and that investment, I always say that you are your habits 
well, their habits were so strong that they were going to be able to deal with it. And some of those guys got knocked back because he had, you know, Chris had a really close relationship with them, but, but they came together. Um, so I think that Rodney's done a great job. Now, will Del Conte give him the job? That's a good question. Uh, you know, he's, he's used to home run hires. This guy's done a great job. Now they're going to have to go recruit some dudes. You know, I would think Bill Mitchell would stick around. I think Terry Morris would stick around, but they're going to have to get some guys. But, uh, Rodney Terry's done a great job. Bob Donnell, his assistant, is a terrific coach. I'm hoping he gets a head coaching job this year. But uh, I think they're built for the future. Their facilities are great. Uh, there's a good vibe about their team right now. Man, they play hard. They play hard. And, again, all, <clears throat> the six seniors makes a difference. Listen, my I'm a big Arkansas guy, and we have – you know, we got three five-star freshmen, and it's just wild to watch the inconsistency, although the massive and the crazy talent at times. But there is a difference in an 18-, 19-year-old and a 21-year-old, a massive difference. Would you agree? Oh, man, I think it's also a massive difference when you have 18-, 19-year-olds that are one-and-done dudes, and they don't have, their agenda might be different than the team's agenda. And, uh, you know, I think that's the hardest thing. I'm a huge Anthony Black fan. I think that dude is a flat hooper. Reminds me of Shea Gilgis-Alexander 1.0. He's got to shoot it a little bit better. Uh, Nick Smith, the whole deal with Nick Smith this season was a little weird to me. Guy leaves the team for like three, four weeks, then comes back. Uh, I'm a big Devo Davis fan. Obviously, Ricky Council's been great. Um, losing the bigs obviously hurt a little bit. Makai Mitchell's got to play well. But yeah, sure. I mean, like, here's the deal. This is the first NCAA tournament. They're one game away from going and getting their workout guru and getting ready for the NBA draft. That's what those guys are. So if, if they get punched in the face, are they going to fight through that? Are they going to have the toughness to grind it out so that they can, you know, make the tough plays they need to make to to win that game? I I, I like them. I like them over Illinois of the backcourt. I'm mean, that backcourt's a joke. Uh, my only concern, and I, mean, I think you, being an Arkansas fan, you understand this. Like since Nick Smith has been back, Devo Davis has not been this good. And like to me, in a lot of ways. Devo and Ricky Council are the heart and soul of that team. And the next level talent is Anthony Black and Nick Smith and finding a way to get those guys together. And then, as you know, look, must be back-to-back lead eight runs. Um, You know, the big question is, can that team have the grit defensively that those teams had that made it to the elite eight? Uh, I think that's going to be the question for them. I do like them. I I wouldn't watch must practice this past year as well. And uh, man, he runs a good practice. You know, the must bus is real. He's a little nutty, <laughs> but the must bus is real. What about Duke? You know, here they come late. I mean, nobody's got more momentum than Duke right now. They've caught fire. Is that a fire that's big enough to roll them through a few rounds? Yeah, I, I got them in the final four. Uh, I think it's not just catching fire. They're 18 and one with the full lineup. More importantly, I've been really impressed with John Shire's patience. You know, the start of the season, Whitehead was hurt. Lively was hurt. Uh, Tyrese Proctor just got there when school started. Um, they took a, punches, a couple of punches in the face. I mean, and, you know, he, all John Shire did was continue to coach. He blocked out the static, um, figured out his team, got guys to buy into roles, trust each other, um, define roles, come up with a substitution pattern. You got Granderson and you got – Ryan Young coming off the bench. Dariq Whitehead buys into that six-man role. He's still getting minutes, knockdown jumpers. Put the ball in Tyrus Proctor's hands, played Roach off the ball. And then the development of, of Derek Lively has really been impressive. I mean, really impressive. I mean, now they got a rim protector, a rim runner. 
uh, a short, a long roller in terms of coming off the ball screen actions they run. Uh, I think they're for real. I think they're really, really good. And they are so good defensively for a young team. A couple injury questions. With Jalen Clark going down, obviously big news at UCLA. And not so much about the points, but just defensively. I mean, the guy was a terror. What's their ceiling in your mind now that he's gone? I think the lead eight. Uh, the other question is the Dan Bona. You know, he went out in the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, I was really impressed how UCLA played without Jalen Clark. I'm a big Jalen Clark fan. I, I mix a good friend. I called one of the, uh, their Stanford game. And uh, it's funny. I mean, Jalen Clark is like one of mixed old Cincinnati guys. Like, he's just flying all over the place. He's getting deflections. He's getting rebounds. He'll get a post up. He'll knock down a three. You're going to miss him. David Singleton uh, is a huge piece to have to be able to slide in there. Amir Belli, obviously, he's played well in the Pac-12 tournament. Jaime Hawkins is a bad dude. That's the only way to describe him. He is a bad man. And Tiger Campbell is a great closer. Uh, if Bone is fine, I, I've got him going to the Elite Eight and losing to UConn. I watched the entire Houston and Memphis <clears throat> game. Uh, mostly, probably, I mean, probably because right before the selection show. And that's probably why I caught almost all of that game. With Sasser not being in the game, we saw Memphis pull that out and and win that game and win that that tournament. But if he's not 100%, does Houston have to make more changes to make a deep run? No, first of all, Bobby, you were supposed to turn that game off and watch us on ESPN. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I said the only <laughs> reason I was watching, but I hear you, Coach. Go ahead. Exactly. Right, well, come on now. You want real analysis or not? Uh, uh, I look at this Houston team, and I look at them, like their backcourt being Baylor's backcourt that won the national championship if Sasser's healthy. And he's Davion Mitchell. You remember, remember those big plays Mitchell made at the end of games when Baylor's run for yeah. the national championship? He's that good. And he was, was healthy and he was playing great. Now, if, if he can't play to 100%, that's a concern. Shed's good. And Traymond Mack is good. And Jarris Walker's good. And Francis, I mean, they're good. Man. Look, they win with their identity. But... You can't lose a dude like that. And that's the guy that has the ball at the end of the game and makes a play to win. I mean, that's just the way it is. You're going to play in a close game. You saw what happened in Memphis. Memphis playing well. I mean, you know, Kendrick Davis is a is a guy that can, you know, I call him a ball guard. He's a scoring point guard. DeAndre Williams is, is a tough matchup. But, uh, yeah, if Sasser doesn't play, I don't see Houston advancing. Last question for you. Do you get into brackets against people? And have you ever lost? Oh shoot! I would, hey, if I, if I had all the answers, I'd be in Vegas. In <laughs> I would you just know hate, what I mean, I mean, shoot! If all of a sudden S Greenberg shows up in my bracket group, I'm like, God <laughs> dang, man! How did he get in here? That's what I would feel like, Coach. Well, I got a question. Where is your bracket group? Because I mean, you could join the ESPN uh, bracket marathon and uh, and join the college game day and go head to head with me. That is, yeah, and and that's where I am. ESPN has the best bracket, by the way. As far it's as like easy, functionality, absolutely. Because yeah. a even lot of people like me, even if you like me, can do it. Dumb dumbs <laughs> can do it. Not you, coach, but in general, like when, and I mean dumb dumbs just in sports. Like my wife does not follow college basketball other than Oklahoma and a few Big Twelve teams. However, she's like, I'm all in, and ESPN's not paying me to say this. It's the best as far as the bracket and. How fun- the functionality, even for dumb dumbs and, and smart smarts, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, they've got it down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And oh, I know man. Thank th- you. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Big time of the year for you. And so we appreciate the time. There he is. Follow him uh, at I, Seth. I, I, wait, wait, wait. I got a question. Let's you. go. Like, Let's who, go. Who's your final four? Wait a second. You're asking me all these questions. <laughs> yeah, but that's my job. <laughs> to, my job is to ask the questions. So 
I picked Alabama. I, listen, I watched Alabama all season long. I'm a big SEC guy. Watch, it doesn't matter who it is. I'll watch it. So um, I picked Alabama, and I have Texas in there as well. Um, you know you know who I like, and I've struggled? I, like, I think TCU is a strong six. Eddie Lampkin, no. Eddie Lampkin, no Eddie Lampkin. I, I'm still rolling with them as a six. I feel like they can win a couple games. I don't have my final four. I think Michigan State can be a you know a, a threat as well, and nobody's really given them uh, kind of their their early flowers. How do you feel about Michigan State? I, I like him. I like the backcourt. I, Tom's a dear friend. I mean, uh, you know, Tyson Walker's a good closer. AJ Hogard, when he's on, he's he's getting in the lane. Joey Hauser's shooting it at a high level. Um, Malik Hall's healthy, which is important. Uh, I like them not guarding the way most of Tom's teams have guarded, but uh, I do like their backcourt. They if they guard. Speaking of Tom last week, he said they were just going to work on defense this week, which I know that's not exactly what's going to happen. But uh, they've got they've got to guard because they they've been trading baskets with people, which is so out of his character. Arkansas win the national championship though, and I always have to say <laughs> the other stuff first, just so people know I'm not crazy. But then I go, oh, let's be honest, Arkansas won it all. So yeah, there we go, Coach Arkansas to all win right. your championship. When that happens, you feel hey, free. Chewy, to- here we go. That's it. Hey, you're great. Thank you, Coach. Have a great day. Bob, thanks, man. Appreciate you having me. You guys can follow at Seth on Hoops. Uh, there he is, the great Coach Seth Greenberg. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The Nick's anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to Nick's leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, thanks to Coach for being on. Uh, let's go around the room. Final thoughts, everybody. And it's a big day for us. Big Eddie, day. your big final day. thought? Uh, last night I was watching um, Fairly Dixon. I think they, they won their play-in their play game to, to end the tournament. Sounds like an old singer from the 1860s, Fairly Dixon. Fairly He'll Dixon. He'll be performing at the town square tonight. <laughs> well, the head coach, he, they, he goes in the locker room and he's giving them the whole post-game speech. And there's cameras in there. Did you watch this? Yes, I can't believe he said 
And he said, the, the more I watch Purdue, Purdue? the yeah. more I think we can beat him. Oh, oh my God, that's crazy. I'm like, dude, everyone's watching. He must not have cameras around him a whole lot. <laughs> Probably not. Because I saw the clip too, and I was like, that guy, bold, brazen, do I either love it or think it's the dumbest move ever, depending on. That's wild. Yeah. But, but then, you know, I'm just watching. I believed him a little bit. I'm like, hey, should I rethink this bracket? If yeah, he sees please Purdue. pick Fairly Dixon. <laughs> To beat Purdue on Friday. Man, I lose a bunch of money if that happened. I, wow. bought, I bought him for 250 bucks. But yes, I thought that was funny. either he knows what he's doing and this is a motivational tactic or he had no idea what he was doing and didn't know the cameras were in there. Yeah, I'm not sure of I it. I would think it would be the first one, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would just think it would be the first one. Kevin? Mine is the myth of the salary cap in the NFL. I just don't understand it. I'll never understand it. The Patriots safety, Devin McCourty, retired. And then they signed him to a one-year deal to clear... Five million in cap space. I don't know how that understand or how that I works. Bones probably just, understands. Well, I play a lot of Madden. Yeah. So you can if uh, listen. I don't know. I don't know the, how this deal works, but I'm not going to guess because I'm going to be wrong. But I'm Madden. What I would do. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you understand. If I owe them a bunch of money, ba- like because of um, a guarantee or the when you the signing bonus, you can actually restructure. And the signing bonus you've given them, if they agree, you can restructure and pay it out differently than you've agreed to do it before. So I'm sure it had to do something with moving that money and going, we'll pay a little bit less to him if we sign him again this year than have to give all that we have guaranteed to him over those years. But again, how exactly it worked, I don't know. Wow. And I'm not a Patriots fan, so I want to dug that deep into this story. <laughs> it's like, But he's not even playing next year. I know. <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah, that's crazy. They owe him money. Yeah. And they've yeah. got to figure out a way, regardless. They own money regardless. they got to figure out a way how to pay them that money differently so they can have more money for free for next season, which probably means it's going to, another year later, it's going to cost them a little more mm-hmm. for whatever guarantee or whatever promise they have to him. Bobby Bonilla, ever heard of him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, really, you ever heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about, man? He's the Pirates yeah. with Andy Van, Andy Van Slyke. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Bonilla, Barry Bonds. I had all those cards. That is, those are the days. Coleman. Bobby, I am. My final thought is, I'm so sorry you paid all that money for Texas, and they're going to get sent out in the first round. My Colgate boys, who play the prettiest offensive brand of basketball in the entire country, move it ridiculously well, space so well, and are the best shooting team in the country. Are going to beat Texas, 15 over the two. We're going to see it today. You know what? I'm okay with that if that happens, because <laughs> I am not a Longhorn fan, and I was betting with my brain. But my heart would love to see Colgate win. Mm. So either way, I win. Texas wins. I'm still alive making that money. Texas loses. My heart feels full. (laughs) Win-win. That's a win-win for me. So I would say they're my Texas boys, but I would say they are the Texas investment that I have put my money in. Data. X's and O's. You know what I mean? Mm. Or zeros and ones, however you want to look at it. Uh, We're flying to Iowa to go watch a game. And it's going to be fun. And I hope we don't get snowed in. They were expecting some snow. Snowed in? We're going to hitchhike in the snow? Mm-hmm. You oh, bring your boots? Boy. Oh, boy. No, I did not. <laughs> so you can look for us. We'll be in... I shouldn't say where we're sitting exactly, huh? It may be a little hectic. Yeah, but for TV, though, it'd be kind of cool. you probably see yeah, us. Yeah, people watching us think we're cool. This is, we're like friends here. Yeah. Everybody here listening to this. If you got this far, good for you. Because, you know, this ain't no treat. Um, <laughs> I get it. We're going to be, hopefully, at the Arkansas bench is what we're going to be behind. But 105, I'll give you that number okay. on the old grid there. Section 105? Yeah. Okay. See, hey, it's this. See, there's the court. It's that section right there. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be amazing. Kevin, could you could have gone, buddy. 
Your family's in town. You're like, I can't go. My family's here. I don't ever <laughs> I see I want to go downtown. I just want to go drinking, Mr. Calcutta. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I appreciate it, though. Yeah. I'm going to be watching you We're on TV. Whistle. All right. This is it. Everybody, we, we love you. Hope you make a lot of money. More smiles and frowns about those first half unders. I got to do that right now. Hey, Auburn minus one is going to win that game. I'd bet that too. Okay. Count that one. My pocket's already full of the smiles. I took out in advance, of, took a loan out for all I'm going to make. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm blow the whistle. Go enjoy today. Bye, everybody. <laughs> See ya. Theme song written by me, Bobby Bones, and performed by Brandon Ray. Follow Brandon on socials at Brandon Ray Music. He's awesome. Thanks to our crew, our co-host, Coleman Crawley at Sharp Shot Select. Our segment producer at Kickoff Kevin. Our video producer at Producer Eddie. Our executive producer at Mike Distro. All co-hosts, all producers, all lovely gentlemen. Most importantly, thank you for listening. I'm Bobby Bones. Talk to you next week. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.